Hey guys, it's me again, Joey on a Lamb. Um, it's 8.28 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. December 31st, 2021. And finally, it's the last day of this year. I can't believe it. We made it this far. That's absolutely wonderful. I just can't believe it. Oh my god. And I could finally say I'm officially a little bit drunk. I don't know if this bottle was filled up with water. I don't know what the fuck, but it didn't hit me until I ate something and then it started to hit me. But earlier, when I woke up, I, I didn't feel nothing. I kept drinking it, drinking it, walking around. I couldn't feel anything because I couldn't eat anything. Because I was so upset and depressed and just upset and then depressed and then I'm happy, depressed, sad, blah. Then I smoked a little weight and I smoked and I said, fuck it, man. I didn't like it. I got paranoid, and then I ate something, and then I just sat down again and said, I have to do something about this. So I took two more shots. That's it. Gang, 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 bang, 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 bang. I'm here now. Just talking to myself. On this podcast, hoping that maybe someone's out there. Taking some time out of the day actually enjoying what they're listening to hopefully just listening to me vent it's a fucked up world I don't know what to do Um, I don't want to spend today by myself alone and um I still have four days, not four days, fuck, I meant four hours to, you know, pick up and decide what do I want to do before the countdown. Because, I mean, I can't be counting down every fucking year like this fucking alone, watching fucking TV and staring at the wall. On a podcast station. No, no, definitely not. This is not how... This is not how I want to continue the rest of my life. I don't know what to do. I guess this is it. Fucking it. I'm disappointed.
sometimes I wish things could have been different. If only. I wish I woke up today and I just said, okay. But, you know, the shit hit the fan too late and I woke up and I... I missed, I missed my opportunity. I'm assuming that I did. To put it vaguely, I had an opportunity that I think I could have had to just leave and have a good day. Maybe. And I'm very, very, very more than sad. I'm disappointed. So I am so disappointed. I think I just saw, I think I just, um, I think I came to the conclusion that some things are meant to be and I just can't wait for that day to happen. I really, really can't wait to see that day to happen when it's meant to be. keep hoping, I keep praying, and at 
the end of the day, I really think it's an absolutely beautiful thing to see and feel, to hear and just be connected. I don't know what what is going to become of me this next month coming up because I do have four cases in court that I have to go to and I'm just praying that Things will just fall through and I'll be okay and nothing bad happens to me and they'll give me a chance to just keep going with my life and I never hurt it, nobody. I broke some rules and I have to clean myself and fix myself this drinking has to stop it's just a really depressing New Year's Eve to be spending it alone instead with my significant other so uh, I am by myself I really do miss him, and I'm so sad. I wish things didn't turn out this way, and the outcomes were different. I wish that we never had to meet under these circumstances, and I was in a better place in my life. And most of all, I wish I had put myself first and treated myself better with with more respect that I deserved. But instead, I just, I feel like I let myself down. So there goes my New Year's resolution. I guess to just never forget who you are and to never put yourself down for anybody
especially as a female, should always, always, always put yourself first, no matter what, and never give up. I let myself go, and I didn't realize it until now, but it might be too late. I don't know. I'm just living every day like it's my last day. <sighs> and I'm just praying that this message, you know, gets passed on to the right people and they appreciate it at some type of way. I don't know. I feel devastated. Can't even speak. I just... I can't cry. I just feel so hurt. I think I have to take a break from a lot of things and people, places that I used to be around and try to disassociate myself from things I used to be comfortable with and re- introduce myself to new places, things, and feelings that I've never seen or felt before and enjoy life a little bit more because I deserve it. It's been one hell of a year. Not just for me, but for everybody around me. I don't want to even talk about it, but I just want to apologize to the world. I'm sorry, and to myself too, I'm sorry, and I forgive myself, and I forgive everyone around me. And I hope that 
everything will work out in the end. Life isn't the same. I don't think my friend is going to come back and wish me a happy New Year's. Um, I'm really depressed and heartbroken. about it it truly breaks my heart that I can't see him and there was never a goodbye and I have to learn how to how to live with that it's extremely difficult but again, I have to learn how to accept that and move forward. Moving forward, I just pray that tomorrow is not just another day, but that today will be a day that I don't forget because it is. New Year's Eve. It's the last day of the year. And not just any year. It's the last day of two it's two of twenty twenty one. The worst year of my life. I lived with this for the past two years and it's been really, it's been crazy because all I remember is that because I've drank my life away, but I do remember things. All I remember is that when I turned 30, Two years ago, I'm 31 now. I mean, a year and a half ago, my aunt text my 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 best friend sent me twenty dollars. I was so happy. I was ready to go out, and my best other best friend picked me up in his car. We were gonna eat this whatever. Two months later, my aunt texted me from LA, 
saying there's this uh COVID shit going on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Wake I was sleeping and she was like, You need to fly now. You gotta go on a plane because if you don't it's gonna be too late. If you, once you get on a plane, it's just gonna be too contagious. Like I was like, What is she talking about? You know, shoo shoo wah, la la la. I was like, okay, okay. I get on your plane, yes, he. And then I just said, fuck, man. Guess the fucking what? Then there's the lockdown. Then I lost my opportunity to have this job. Then I had to quarantine. Then I caught it. Then I got better, thank God. And then this whole shit. And then I said, I don't, I don't know what's wrong with me, but I just, I've always been skeptical since day one. And then, I don't know. I'm sick of it. Two years in the making, at the prime of my life. A year and a half later, thirty-one, turning thirty-two, then I have to still deal with it. Now I have to accept that this may be for the rest of my life. But when I take a closer look at life, at a deeper perspective, it's really humbled me. And I feel like I can take things and moments and memories one day at a time and just feel it. And I... I can't cry like I used to, but I could feel things more and appreciate things a little bit more. It was the price that I paid to fly coming here to New York. I paid a price to fly, but I didn't know that this was the price that I paid to fly for. It wasn't that... A hundred and forty-nine dollars and ninety-nine cent ticket on sale to fly to New York. No, it was a price I paid for that was beyond, above and beyond. I don't fucking know. It was infinity and beyond, and I survived. I did it. I didn't know. Is this it? I don't know. I hope this is it. Now I have to face charges and court. I got into a car accident. Nobody died. Nobody got hurt. I just slammed into a tree branch. Um, I tr- a bush. I parked into a bush. Yep, I parked into a bush. 
and I hit the gas pedal so hard. Um, I crashed the car. The rest was history. Now that's a first offense. I'm just glad nobody got hurt. And I'm okay. She's okay. Everyone's okay. Like I mentioned before, don't drink, don't drive. Don't drink and drive. Take an Uber, take the train, walk. The worst thing right now is that I'm facing charges against somebody that blamed me over something that happened during my birthday when I was just trying to defend myself. You know, he hit me and slammed me on the floor and I had to get up. And I threw something at him. It hit him by accident. Nothing bad happened. He went to work the next day. But I ran away. And the rest was history. I kept coming back. Coming back. He was inviting me. I was heartbroken. And I was really, really confused. Is this love? Is this love? Is this really how love should be? All my friends were like, don't go back. I was like, well, I'm going to get my purse. I'm going to get this. I'm going to get that. No, I went, I went back to jail. Over nothing. To pick up a purse. And then he blows up. And again. Again and again and again. Over things that didn't matter. I don't deserve this. But why do I keep going back? So that's why I went to seek professional help. I'm like, all right. I checked myself into rehab. Not just because of that, but because I had to. I had enough. And not just to get away with, oh my God, my mistakes, my mistakes. Please, Jesus, forgive me for my sins. No, because it was the right thing to do. Because right is right and wrong is wrong. I admitted myself to my mistakes. I felt very sorry. And during that period of time, I took that time to reconsider all my choices in life. And not just 
the choices I made, but how I made them, and not just the people I met, but how I met them, and not just how I met them, but the way I felt after meeting them too. It made a huge impact in my life more than they knew, because I made a point. To myself, a long time ago, maybe subconscious, conscious, subconsciously, that I would never ever reveal my feelings again to people the same way. But whenever I get fucked up and I start playing music. And I start playing the piano, or I start music, pl- playing music, dancing, cracking jokes. I think people see the the real side of me that I have struggled so hard to hide. I just can't hide it, but I hit it. Long story short, I'm facing a huge loss. It was the price that I paid to fly here. I think I came here looking for love. And I, I was so in love, and I'm so sad that I can't not even count down with the person I'm in love with. Instead, I'm. Speaking to myself on a podcast to the world, God knows who's listening. But I'm speaking from my heart that this is how I truly feel, and I wish things could have been different. Honestly, I- I'm serious. It shouldn't be this way. It should never. Be this way for anyone, and I pray that nobody has to go through what I had to go through.
like nobody can see this pain. But I do hope somebody can empathize with me what I'm feeling. Because I can't even explain it. All of us are going through something. And I, you know, it's so confusing for me. Sometimes the most difficult thing to do in my life is to truly say goodbye. had to do that three times in my life no four times four times the first time was when I was 14 15 no 16 I said goodbye to my aunt and she was at the airport on her way back flying to Taipei. It's the capital of where my mom comes from in Taiwan. I'm part Japanese, Taiwanese, and Vietnamese. And I'm a first generation American. And all she told me was this, please finish college, graduate. I don't want to see you fuck up in a nice way. Like, she was so heartbroken. And really confused, but I don't think she saw the dysfunctional family crap, shit, bullshit. Son of a bitch, whatever fuckery I had been going through. My parents hit it. Because right after she left, they went back to treating me like shit. But she was always there since I was born she's a model an athlete a flight attendant a professional ceo and i don't know what she is now but she went from driving motorcycles scooters and she has a nice car in a brand new apartment right now and she's doing great and she has a new dog i don't know I don't know where she is now, 
But all I know is that she used to wake up every day. And she used to wake up with motivation. And she never had... She never gave up. I mean, there were times she woke up hungover and went to the bathroom and she puked her ass off. I mean, I was only four or five. I watched her. I'm like, oh, shit, what the fuck is that? But she woke up and she fucking just hit the gym, ate breakfast, did her thing, worked out fucking six-pack abs. I mean, I thought she worked for Abercrombie and Fitch. I don't fucking know. I was like, okay, okay. I hope one day when I grow up, I could be like her. I one day will grow up, I be like her. She's the one stay. And then I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck? And those are her last words. She was going up the escalator at the airport, and she said to me, I hope you fucking do it because I have to see you make it. It really broke her heart. She was crying and I I cried. That was the first first time I cried. In a really long long time. Like that. Second time I cried. I fucking don't remember. Oh, yeah. I flew back to Los Angeles, and I said goodbye to my parents in Florida, and I had enough of it, and I cried because I had a fucking anxiety attack in the plane, and I was about to be like, I'm out, I'm out. The lady next to me was like, look, I don't have time for you. I have to see uh, my son-in-law. And he's an actor. Who do you think you are, little girl? Sit the fuck down. And then I took, I popped two Xanaxes and I knocked the fuck out. It was six hours of torture. I just couldn't, I couldn't take it. I couldn't sit still. I had to get up every fucking hour. I was ready to land. Anyways, third time I flew. It was from L.A. back to New York. I had a breakup. I got punched in the stomach by this girl, and she broke my heart. She's like, go back to school. Fuck you. What do you want to end up becoming? A prostitute? Who do you think you are? You need to get yourself back in order. Get the fuck out of here and go back. School. I'm like, this. she's crazy. Whatever. She broke my heart. I cried. I OD'd like, before I went on the plane. I forgot. I don't want to say. The fourth time I cried like that was when I said goodbye to my father. And I said, all right, I'm going back to New York now. I wish you the best of luck. Part of me was so relieved because part of me told myself that this is it. I no longer have to go through 
the abuse that I had to go through for the last 20-something years of my life, and I can finally be free. If this is what it takes, the price to fly, 149 whatever, $99, I'll go. I don't want to deal with this anymore. But I cried. I thanked them, gave them a hug, got in, checked in, and I was out. I never looked back. Four years later, I'm here now talking to anyone of you guys on my podcast, just explaining part of my story in my life about what happened to me. And guess what? I can't cry. And all I want to do is cry. That sucks. Happy New Year's Eve. And um, I don't know what to say, but. I am at a loss for words, and it is what it is. I have to face reality. I am alone on New Year's Eve. And... Bingo. I miss you. My hamster, gerbil. And good night, y'all.